Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Balanced Life with Debbie Carlin Boyle. Conversations connecting to a healthier you. The show that gives you all the latest and greatest health and wellness information to inspire you to live a life of balance and joy. Debbie Carlin Boyle is a health and nutrition coach, personal trainer, and fitness instructor who helps her clients live in balance with everything that feeds us in addition to the food on our plate. Please welcome your host, Debbie Carlin Boyle. Hello, welcome back, or hello if you're a newcomer, welcome to my show. You have got to Balanced Life, conversations that connect to a healthier you. With me, I'm your host, Debbie Carlin Boyle. Thank you for joining me today. I have conversations that lead you to a healthier life for longevity with quality. And I have a conversation just sitting right here waiting to be had for you today. But before we get into my guest, I want to tell you about me. And I am a personal trainer and a fitness instructor and a health and nutrition coach. And I help people one-on-one, individuals and groups, uh, find balance in their life with everything that we need to be connected to have longevity with quality. So uh, to get in touch with me, you can go to, well, there are many ways, but you could go and read all about me in detail to my website, which is balancedlifebydebbie.com. And there's a little area there that says connect with us and just put in your information and I'll get right back to you. And I give free one hour sessions. So let's talk about any health issues you may have, whether it's short term, long term, whether you have a question, I'd be happy to answer it. Any health issues, I'm here to be your advocate. So give a shout, all right? I also want to tell you that today's podcast is interactive. So I'm live. And if you're listening live, you have an opportunity to be part of this conversation, too. So our number here to call in, ask a question, make a comment at any point during the show is area code 323-524-2599. Again, 323-524-2599. Now, if you're not listening live and you still have a question or you want to make a comment, you can do so by going to my Balanced Life Facebook page, where I'm also streaming live right now. And under the show, you can make a comment, ask a question, and myself or my guest will get back to you after the show. Sometimes conversations go on year after year because someone catches the show down the line and has a question, and we're happy to get back to you. So don't forget that you're able to become part of the conversation that way too. I also would just love to hear from you in general. So give me a shout out. Let me know where you're at in your health journey and uh, we'll connect. I would love to do that. So today's show is very personal to me because today's show, you know, as a personal trainer 
and a fitness instructor, I know too well how working out is one of the most efficient ways of achieving cardiovascular improvement, lean muscle mass, and maximum strength in a world that's so flooded with promises and instant gratification, shortcuts, quick fixes, and easy buttons. My guest today, Chad Austin, who's also a personal trainer, helps his clients stop constantly trying to start over so they can improve their quality of their life and have some long-term success. Chad has been a leader in the fitness industry since 2003. He is the owner of Priority Fitness in Overland Park, Kansas, and is also the best-selling and award-winning author of the book series, Make Fitness a Priority. Chad is a regular call, was regularly called upon fitness and wellness guest experts for local and national media. He was the host of a talk radio show, Be Fit for Life, and has been featured on over 20 podcasts. Chad's clients include busy entrepreneurs, athletes, and celebrities. Whether speaking in front of large groups or delivering live or virtual workshops, attendees always walk away with a plan that they can use immediately. So today, we're going to talk passionately about the importance of fitness, why it's so vital to your health and longevity, and how you can achieve long-term success. So will you please welcome to the show my guest, Chad Austin. Hi, Chad. Hello. Thanks for having me. Thank you for joining me today. I'm glad to have you. I love doing um, at least twice a year. I like to do a show about fitness and exercise with experts, and you are that, <laughs> right? <laughs> so much so. And um, so I was glad that you agreed to be on the show. I love what you're doing in your land, in your neck of the woods, I should say. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, and your programs and your books and your approach are unique in some respects and then universal in others. And we're going to get into all of that. But first, I want you to tell the audience a little bit about you, uh, where you grew up and how you got to where you are today and doing what you're doing, your story, if you will. Absolutely. Uh, again, thanks for having me. I'm a personal trainer in Kansas City right now. I've been here being a personal trainer for about 15 years. Uh, I was a college athlete and had a lot of after I think uh, sports is what brought me to fitness, but I think there was a interior, there was another mo motivation uh, that fitness did for me, which was just control my, control my anxiety, my depression, my mood, I had a lot of social anxiety. And so uh, I was a teacher for a few years. How old were you at Let's, the time when you, before you started fitness? Like, uh, I, well, I was a teacher for three years before I became a trainer. And, uh, so, but, uh, that's kind of when the uh, social anxiety and everything hit me the most. I, uh, I definitely learned, I almost changed my major cause I didn't think I could handle being in front of a, a class, uh, teaching, but, uh, I think, uh, fitness definitely is something that helped me control that better just eating better and exercise definitely has been a big role in my life as far as controlling that um but and so that is what led me to fitness and so i've been to fitness for the last 15 years i had my own studio called priority fitness and priority fitness got its name because it is named after my book series make fitness a priority how to win the fight against your excuses so i think um 
as a as what make fitness a priority came about is kind of what you alluded to earlier is that uh, just me evolving as a personal trainer knowing that it's not just about a workout and nutrition but how to make this a long-term thing and fitness uh most people in the, in the U S especially we fall off track a couple times throughout the course of the year. And so we're always, you know, trying to get back on track, either st getting started or starting over. And so I have kind of shifted my focus to help people think long-term and think instead of how can I get results as fast as possible, but rather thinking, how does fitness fit in my life right now? How can it, how can it balance? How can I have the best balance in my life? So fitness actually makes me better at all the other priorities I have in my life also, but how can I get it to be something that sticks in my life right now and makes me better? So that's kind of what make fitness a priority means. Yeah, and that, uh, I think it's really hard. I think one of the hardest things with anything new in life um, is change. And I think um, having success with change and ch to get a new habit going is very difficult. So, um, and sometimes, well, we talked about this earlier, but whether or not it's fear or lack of motivation or excuses, there are things that will keep you from starting. And mm. for you to have created some programs through really thinking about and knowing from what you've seen and, and what you know, um, to create programs that actually get people out of that rut and make them more enthusiastic and excited to create fitness as a priority in their life for their, not only their health and their vitality, but has something that does give them joy and is fun to do. But they mm -hmm. have to be willing to embrace change and a new habit, which is always so hard to create. And yeah. so, so, what, so what would you say then is, um, first off, I want to go back just for a second. Your anxiety, did you have that as a younger kid or only when you, after college or during college, or when did you notice that you had a little bit of social anxiety and you didn't want to really interact with things, with places and people? Uh, well, I think I always knew it. I was definitely told I was shy. And so I think I, that helped me realize it. But um, I think I grew up in a small town and um and a small, I was in a small school. And so going to college, I think that definitely put a magnifying glass on it that, uh, I had a really tough time in crowds and, and, um, you know, my least favorite day of school was the first day where just not knowing if the teacher was going to make me stand up and introduce myself to the rest of the class. And that's something I didn't have to go through in high school because it was such a small school. And so that definitely put, uh, uh that definitely shined a light on it. And that, uh, was something I needed to figure out how to control better. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And then, and so what made you, like, what was the one thing that hit you over the head that said, did you just start running? Did you, was it a specific sport? Was it a friend that actually became sort of that aha moment that this is, this could change my life fitness? Yeah. Well, I, I think it was just my love for sports, I think my love for sports helped me realize how much I loved being a coach. And that's, I mean, I really, that's really what I wanted to be. I, w I was a PE teacher, but I, I wanted to be a head coach. And so I loved being a leader. And, and, and uh, I knew I, I needed to be able to handle my anxiety so that I could do that. Um, and that, that, that environment was easier for me to do it. And so I, I think it just, uh, 
that really became the motivation for me to figure it out is that I wanted to be able to be a coach. I wanted to make a difference. I wanted to be a leader. And uh, so I needed to be able to win that fight and not let the anxiety beat me. And so I did what, but exercise and nutrition, uh, definitely, um, is something I saw, I realized early was a, a big secret weapon for me. Oh, good. Okay. And what do you have, uh, like, what's a typical routine for you before we get into what everybody else should be doing too? But what, what's a typical uh, routine for you from a fitness standpoint, a day or a week? Uh, what always changes? I think that's something that always changes for people as they go th- as they go through time. Making fitness, so the things we'll talk about today, and making fitness a priority, and how to keep doing that. That is something that always that changes for everybody. Like the questions I have you ask yourself that kind of help you figure out how fitness fits in your life. It's something that changes as life changes happen, and as life curveballs happen. Mm-hmm. And so for me, right now. Uh, it's definitely, um, I, I have a personal trainer that trains me a couple days a week. And I'm, and then I have a online platform where I do live classes a few days a week. And so I have accountability from a trainer. I have accountability from my platform because I'm the leader of the workouts. And I have a, I have a workout buddy that I, I train with that we're doing an obstacle course, uh, here pretty soon. And, uh, it's been a while. So we had, it'll be our first one since the pandemic started. And so it's, it's been something we kind of got deconditioned with running and everything. And so we've been building that back up. Um, and so that, that's kind of my routine right now. And that's one thing we'll talk about um, a little bit on the thing today is questions I have you ask about how fitness fits in your life and how much accountability you need. And so then, but those are things that scale all the time. It's never the same. It changes as life changes. That's so true. Good answer. I mean, it is true because, of course, I am a personal trainer, too, and I, I see that with myself and with my clients. And I love that, um, I mean, I, I work out, uh, well, before the pandemic, I worked with different trainers, too, and I, and I always take different people's classes of the same exact classes I teach because you get value out of that. It mixes things up, it changes, and there's accountability to be had. And I think even the trainers, even the elite athletes need accountability. You know, they need somebody to bounce off of. They need to know what they're doing right, what they're doing wrong, what feels good, what doesn't feel good, change it up, mix it up. You know, I, I agree with that 100%. So, so for a person who, what, what do you think would, what would you say is the hardest step for someone to take to make fitness a priority? What would be the first step? What's the hardest thing? Yeah, this is a question that uh, I, I've been asking a whole bunch of variations. And lately, when I've started to get asked this question, I, I realized that I've been answering this question wrong because the hardest thing to do in fitness is get started. <laughs> and so I think we, like we talked about a little bit. Uh, before we started the interview today, we, uh, you know, I, I feel like everybody at one, at least two or three times a year, people fall off track and get back on track. That's normal for most people. And so I think most of us are always going through a phase where we're either getting started or starting over. It's like we're getting we're we're getting started because we're either we're bored we are someone who gets bored e- easy and so we're trying some we're always trying getting attracted to something new and so we're getting started or it's been so long that we, since we've done it it feels like we're getting started or we're starting over because it we found something we like we just can't find a way to get it consistent and so we're always starting over to to try to make it last longer. Uh, but I think that the answer to that question, I mean, I think the, my favorite fitness quote right now is just that the heaviest weight in the gym is the front door, right? And yeah. so it, the longer we go without opening that door, the heavier it gets too. And so I think 
the hardest thing to do definitely is get started. So if you're, if you're listening right now and you're someone who is in that phase where you're, where you're lifting that heavy door, just know that that is the hardest part and it, it gets easier from there. Yeah, I always, um, I have a thing with, um, you know, when I talk about, because people have asked me this question before, um, and I always say to them, you know, for me, the hardest part uh, that I've seen over all these years is just, well, it's a mindset thing, but just getting dressed. So for mm. uh, guys might be a little different because their, their clothes might be, well, nowadays, even women's clothes are the same everyday clothes as they are gym clothes, but... When I first got started um, back in the 80s, it, you know, if you put on workout clothes, your intention was already there and you're not going to waste your time getting ready to work out unless you go work out. And that yeah. was like that first step is just first the intention and then getting the clothes on. And once the clothes were on, it was you were on your way to whatever uh, sport or class or a run, whatever it may be that you're doing, you that was the first step. But if you got too lazy and sat with that cup of coffee and didn't want to get going that day and didn't get dressed, you're probably not going to work out all day long. You know, you yeah. just, it just, it's mm -hmm. that first step, you know, I, that I, I agree with you on that. Mm -hmm. So if somebody, so what's it like when um, somebody makes a commitment and to take that first step, how do you, how do you work with them to sort of keep moving and staying on track? Well, I, as someone gets started right at the bat, I definitely have uh, have a giveaway I give on all, everywhere I talk. Just beatyourexcuses.com. I have a website that you can go to and it uh, beatyourexcuses.com. And you can get a, a free copy of my first book that I tell people is a guide. It's a fitness is is really geared for someone who's getting started and introducing fitness in their life with the mindset of fitness sticking in my life. It's not just I need to get this much results by this time. It's a introducing fitness as a staple. Um, but I also, it also has a chance a place on there where you can get uh, a gift pack of my online training of classes and things on there. But that that is one way where I have people get started and. But I would say there's two questions. If someone's just getting started, there's two questions that you need to answer for yourself. And so the first one is, how does fitness fit in my life right now? And so this is a very important question we answer because one time what we kind of tend to do is we think of the, the last time we got great results or the time in our life when we were in the best shape. And we, we always compare that fitness routine as our staple, mm -hmm. even though our life looked completely different then. So I think most people, when they say we have to learn as trainers, most people, when they say, I don't have time, I'm too busy. What they mean is I don't have time to work out like I used to. Um, because they, they think of that time in our lives when, when we were the most shaped and that is the bar. And so if we do less than that in our routine, it's almost like it's something we need to be ashamed of or we're something we're doing wrong. And uh, and realistically, is there's just no way to do that. So like when I was a trainer, when I first became a trainer and I went from being a teacher to a trainer, I had all kinds of time. I was a brand new trainer and I also had just moved to this city. I, was, I, didn't, I didn't have a big social life yet because I didn't know anybody. And so I had all this time to work out every day. So I probably worked out an hour and a half to two hours, six days a week. But that was when I was in my mid twenties. And so now that I'm a studio owner, I'm a, I'm a trainer, but also a speaker. Um, I'm married and you know, have intentions of starting a family and everything. So I have way more responsibility now than I did then. 
And so there's, if I tried to fit that kind of fitness routine in my life now, all the other parts of my life would suffer. I would, I mean, I wouldn't be as good with, as a, as a husband, I would have struggled with my relationships, work, every, everything else I try to do. So you can't fit a square peg in a round hole. So you have to be honest with yourself and answer the question, how does fitness fit in my life right now? That I is the first that. step to do. I love that. That's so practical and it's so mm. true. It is mm. because that's where the excuses come in. If you try like just like you said if you try to think about something and you don't put yourself right where you're the here and now and you think about what used to work may not be the same thing so that gives you an excuse not to do anything so you yeah. just have to figure out how it can fit into the here and now i love that ideology so I bet as a as a fitness professional yourself i bet you've had several clients that have come in and out of your schedule over the years mm -hmm. and so every time someone that well, I, maybe i help them make fitness a priority five years ago, but then they went on their own for a while and then they kind of lost, they fell off track. And so they're coming back to me to help them again, tell them we're not picking, we're not starting where we left off. We're picking a new plan that fits you now. And there's nothing wrong with that. We, our first instinct is to be ashamed or feel like we did something wrong. If doing less does not mean that it's less of a priority. It just means it fits different. That's an important thing I think people need to realize because there should be no shame, no judgment to yourself if you're doing less than you did 10 years ago when your life was different. I agree with you. That just makes so much sense. We don't think about it that way, though, and we're so mm -hmm. easy to brush it off and then just not, you know, I've seen people who just, I don't have the time and just walk away. So mm -hmm. that makes so much sense. And that brings people to a reality that, oh, yeah, I can, I can prioritize for what's going on in my life right now and make it work for now. And I don't have to leave where I, you know, start where I left off. Love it. I, I just think that's such a great, I do. I've seen it now. I have a lot of long-term clients um, mm -hmm. to the point where our, one of my clients were going on our 20th year and uh, she, you know, took one of my fitness classes 20 years ago, followed me out into the parking lot and cause she needed accountability. She knew that she was not going to work out unless somebody was doing it with her, giving her the workouts, helping her to mix it up, change it, getting her, get, giving her motivation to come to the gym because, you know, I have a 24, you probably do too, a 24-hour cancellation policy. So that she, and my clients buy 10 sessions up front also. So they're sort of committed to those 10 sessions and they have to find time to make it work. And as a result, I've been able to retain longevity with these clients who know better that they can't do it on their own. And then there are, mm. uh, you know, other people that come to me once to just get a routine, to get motivated, to get started or restarted, and they're off on their own, and then maybe like you do, like you were saying, they'll visit me a year or two later. Or I have clients that come to me for events, and they kind of want to be on a fast track for a short period of time. That's a different type of client, but still requires motivation, still requires accountability. So, yeah. um, you know, I, I, I agree with you on that. I've been very lucky to retain this group. And then, and then when the pandemic hit, everybody froze. And then I started to pick up again with my clients, friends, and their kids because mm -hmm. they were all stuck. Everybody, nobody, no gyms were open. Nobody could go, you know, and, and people were walking for sure, but they were getting tired of the same old thing. And they wanted to do something even with their own body weight if they didn't have any weights at home. And I was able to help them with that. 
So yeah. it, it actually became sort of a new way to look at fitness now that we can do what you and I are doing now, you know, having these Zoom sessions and allowing people to still have accountability and not have to think about their routine that day, have somebody else do it for them. And yeah, still that, get- that accountability, that story you mentioned with your client, that, that self-awareness to know that you need someone there is important. So that's ne- also never something, and that's always something that scales with this too. I will tell you that right, that right now, I have a trainer that is standing right next to me telling what, what we want to do for two workouts a week. And then I have some, I, mean, I hold myself accountable to some others. But that, that is the other question that is important is how much accountability do I need right now? Knowing that that one and the how does fitness fit in my life, those, those answers, your answers to those questions will change over time. But those are always good what you go back to. So I always ask people when they get started, how fitness fits in their life, but then how much accountability do I need right now? And so this is when you have to be honest with yourself. And so there are times in the year, there are spurts in the year, maybe if not every year, but off, at least once a year, probably where I go through a period of time where I know I need a trainer standing next to me, telling me exactly what to do. Cause if I don't, that I, I may not work out and that, that there'll be a stretch of time where the, the most of the time, the only work I do is with my trainer. So I need to make sure that that, that accountability is available to me. And there's other times of the year where I'm really self-motivated. I'm really into my workouts. I'm getting stronger. I'm enjoying them and I don't need as much accountability there. And so they're just understanding what level of accountability you need to be successful, whether it's a trainer being next to you, whether it's a group workout with friends, whether it's a workout buddy um, or whether it's a workout buddy who is on the same fitness program as you fitness plan as you and so you're keeping each other accountable but it doesn't matter what it is but whatever level of accountability you need that is just how you set yourself up for success and so if you don't give yourself the amount of accountability you need then got to know your if you know you're just a 50 50 change you're going to do your workout then you need to set yourself up better for success yeah you need more uh, something to sort of knock you over the head and money is always a good motivator for that but also um for you know on for people who can't afford one-on-one or they're they can't get their schedule straight with their buddies there are classes and you know when if you go to and you know everything i know where i teach my daughter who manages yoga studio everything went online, you know, and on demand. So there was a no excuses time, right? Because again, you still may have to get up and get your yoga clothes on or your workout clothes on, but you could sign up for classes. They were fairly cheap. You know, they were, they were during the pandemic, things were not exorbitant that people weren't, we weren't trying to gouge people. We were just trying to get people moving when they were so sedentary because they were told to be. And uh, I, I think if, you know, now that gyms are open somewhat again, and that we have big restrictions in gyms still here in California, but uh, find, I've always told my clients, okay, so one-on-one isn't your thing, you know, when they're moving on from me or they can't afford me, um, find a class. And I worked mm-hmm. at big box gyms for over 20 years. And the last gym that I worked at, I, these people, this was their social life too. It was Mm -hmm. their scene, you know, their class became their social friends, their parties that they went to and their celebrations that they had because they, they sort of found their space where they belong. So they had this happiness factor and the double whammy is they get 
fit at the same time. They're staying yeah. healthy, and you're doing that with other people. There's nothing better than – it's so much fun to work out with other people. And that's really – I mean, one of my best friends is a woman who walked into – I was teaching at a hotel gym – uh, spin classes she walked into my class and we've traveled all over the world together in the last three years so mm-hmm. it's just we had a commonality she loved the same sports I did she's now my tennis partner one day a week you know it's just you if you get out there and put yourself out there you're gonna find if that one class doesn't work go find the other one that does if that if yeah. classes aren't your thing see what you can do with a buddy or with a trainer. I agree with it's, you. It's really a magic trick. I mean, you're combining thing, something you don't like or having a tough time getting started with something you love. I mean, it's a very important trick that uh, trainers have, have given for a while, but it really does work. If you're having a tough time, uh, tough time doing your workout, tough time getting yourself um, accountable, consistent, then uh, going to a class with your friends and you're combining things. One thing you love, being able to spend time with your friends and 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 everything with someone you with something you don't like is working out. And then uh, it's like the when I was a teacher, I always would try to make my most challenging student my favorite student. I mean, I think that's there's something to be said for that mm-hmm. uh, plan. I do that with fitness all the time. I make my my most challenging client my favorite client, or make my most challenging exercise my favorite exercise. Whatever I'm trying to get better at, make and combine it with something. Combine it something with with something that you love uh that's a like whether it be a fitness class with friends if you have a tough time doing your workout or maybe listening to your favorite podcast or your favorite playlist when you go for a run or do cardio that all those things will that will make a big difference and it'll make it to where you have a positive uh, relationship with working out after a while rather than the negative one you do. exactly that was my point that was what i was trying to get at we're going to take uh first of two breaks a quick break here and we're going to come back and we're going to talk about i want to talk about the why's finding your why and talk about what fitness actually from a physiology standpoint what it does for us why why is it so important you know so we'll be right back right after this first message. I have been a wine enthusiast for many decades, but for a while I had to stop drinking wine because of the sleepless nights and the headaches that I would have in the morning even after only one glass. Does this sound familiar? So for the past five years and since the start of my show, I've been looking for a healthy wine and finally I found the answer I've been looking for. Dry farm wines. Dry farm wines are lab tested for purity just 12.5% alcohol or less, 0.15 grams of sugar or less per glass, very low sulfites, and free of toxic additives. Dry farm wines are dry farmed with healthy, biodiverse soil, and the taste, bright and vibrant, due to no manipulation. I can't say enough about the amazing wines that I've tried, and now you too can drink wine and not worry about how it is negatively affecting your health. Just go to dryfarmwines.com forward slash balanced life by Debbie so you too can taste the love put into every bottle. Hi, welcome back. We're here with my guest, personal trainer, fitness enthusiast, and author, speaker, Chad Austin, and we're talking about the importance of fitness in our life. And I want to remind you again that if you want to call in to ask a question or make a comment, I'm an interactive show, so get active with us. The number here is 323, if you're listening live, 524-2599. So give us a call. 
All right. So uh, right before um, the commercial, we were talking about the why. Why, why should people work out? What would I mean? Why bother? Yeah, I think this is an important question that you always need to answer and answer at the beginning of your fitness journey. Because when the going gets tough and when you, you don't, those days you don't want to do your workout or days you don't want to finish your workout or, or you don't want to stick to your meal plan, uh, you have to know why you're making the sacrifices you are at the beginning in order to keep doing it. Uh, so that's a very important question. And I think the, the, the key is when you, when you say why, so when you ask what your, what your goals are, why do you want to achieve this? Our first answer is always vague. And so the, the follow-up is dig deeper. Why, why is the deeper reason? And so I, I bet that I, on this show, I bet you've shared several examples of clients and what their deep why is, but that, that why fuel can be so important. And it's, this is going to be different for everybody and it's different as your life changes. And so one of my favorite clients, I always love to share the reason why is my mother. And so when she first became a, a client of mine, she, um, or it started cause we were on a ski trip and we went, we used to go on a ski trip as a family every year. And, um, and it had been several years since we'd went. And so when we went this time with my nephews who are actually in high school now, but at the time they were really, young, really little, like six and seven. And so one of them didn't even have poles. He was so little. He just learned to ski for the first time. And we went down the mountain one time and my mom just had deconditioned so much. She couldn't do it. Her back hurt, her knees hurt, everything hurt. And so she went down the mountain one time and then she rest the rest of the whole vacation. She watched from the clubhouse. And that was the biggest thing for her. She wants to be an active grandma. She wants to be able to be able to move pain-free and, and be active with her nephews. And so that is a deep reason why. And then, so when she started her fitness journey, she had great results right off the bat because she knew why it was so important to her. And I have several clients like that, whether it be, I have another one who she always wanted to get in shape for this float trip every year. Uh, but all of a sudden it seemed like it was a little bit more important to her. And, and when I really made her, dig her a little deeper and be, and be a, a, more than just, I want to look good in my swimsuit. And her answer that got deeper was that she, this was her, her best friends that she always went to with a strip for. And she was always the one taking the picture because she did not want to be in the picture next to her friends. Mm. And she wants to be in those memories. And so, but when you make yourself answer a little bit deeper, that vague answer at the beginning, um, you have to look past that and really dig deep is why, this is important to you. Why are you going to get at it? What are you going to get out of this? Why it's important to you? And that will give you the fuel to get through anything when your fitness journey gets tough. Yeah, I love that. I, I have a, a similar story of your mom, except it was more about what I saw from the, my grandparents and my parents as I got older. My, my father died at 46. I was only 20 years old. And I never saw him exercise a day in his life. However, mm. he was an athlete in college. But somehow, once he got married, he was in the military, got married, went to work, uh, you know, a father of four kids, became overweight, a smoker, and sedentary. And I started, as I was getting older, seeing the correlation between lifestyle, food, not exercising. I mean, he was such a great athlete. He, he played um, uh, high school basketball. He played um, at UCLA, not varsity. But, you know, so he was very active. And then all of a sudden, everything kind of fell apart because he didn't have, he didn't see the future 
So mm-hmm. him and that side of the family, I started to see, and my grandmother couldn't barely walk through Disneyland with us when we were very, very young. And she always had to sit, and she wasn't that old. And I thought, so is that when life stops, when you're in your 60s? Is that what I should that's when I plan on being a grandparent and I want to have. So I really thought about, I, my goal was to run after my great grandchildren, no -hmm. matter, you know, when I get to that age. And that means I'd probably be well into my seventies if, when I hit that or eighties, but I want to be able to play and run. And I have a granddaughter now who's just starting to walk and I'm so glad that I'm in the physical shape I'm in because I'm always bent over because she's just, you know, she's holding on my hands. I have to hunch over to help her walk. She's into everything. She's at that stage where they're touching everything, exploring. And I'm telling you, if I wasn't fit, I don't think I could keep up with her. And mm-hmm. I want this to go on for the next 30 years if I can have, you know, even longer if I have anything to say about it. And my motivation became that. It became seeing what I saw when I was young and knowing what I didn't want to do. And I knew between food and movement, I could change my life. And when I started doing that after my father, well, right before my father passed away, when he was so sick, is when I started college, is when I made that decision. The the results were remarkable. The weight I lost, the energy I gained, my hair growth, my a clear head so I'll suddenly you know everything you don't realize how bad you feel until you feel good it's which yeah. is really interesting and then you crave that and w- with exercise you know talk about our serotonin levels change our endorphins kick in you know some that's my drug of choice is activating mm-hmm. my endorphins and mm-hmm. so uh, you know that becomes uh that becomes a motivator when you see, physically see and feel the difference. And I knew- Yeah, it's powerful. Very powerful. I, you know, and talking about the physiology of it and what it does for us, we're just touching on that a little bit. You know, I, I, because I teach a very high intensity cardio class, spin classes, so it's, you know, we hit it. We go high intensity intervals and then we sit back, high intensity intervals. We're climbing hills, we're doing, and yeah, there's a photo, and now you can see I teach a large class. Um, and we're dripping in sweat. And once again, people get addicted to that high, that endorphin high. But the one thing that really bothers me, and I want to touch on this with you, is that people will go, oh, I partied so hard last night. I ate French fries and chocolate milk. And, you know, we went through McDonald's at 2 in the morning. And so, um, and then they think they can come in and do an exercise class and that they can out-exercise a bad diet. We want to talk about that a little bit because I want somebody else besides myself to hear your Mm -hmm. perspective on how that doesn't work. Yeah, that is. We self-sabotage ourselves a lot. (laughs) And so uh, I I think this is is a hard thing, um, being able to change those bad habits and kind of – and really what what you're doing is you're changing your identity. And so if you're trying to be a fit person, if you're trying to make fitness a priority in your life, as the words I use or balanced life for you, you have to become that person that 
that does that. So you have to become that person that has all the energy. I, I want to become that person that has the energy all the time because I work out or because I eat right. I want to have the person that's always in a good mood and never, never wakes up in a bad mood or never wakes up cranky or, or, um, um, with a headache or anything like that, because I didn't take care of myself the night before. Um, and, uh, I, I, so becoming that person is hard and, uh, it's something that, personal trainers aren't immune to how hard this is. I mean, we struggle just like anybody else and we'll, we'll fall off track just like anybody else. It's just, we've learned this lesson so, so many times and known why it's important. Uh, it makes us good teachers of this lesson, but that's really what it is. I mean, if you really want to reach your goals, especially if you have a big goal and you're at the beginning of a fitness journey, being able to visualize success and being able to see yourself becoming that person who is a, is, is a fit person who always has tons of energy and is in a great mood and uh, can be that active grandma or active, active parent um, that takes practice and discipline. And so you always have to remind yourself why you have to remind yourself why, and, and also remind yourself what, if you're, if you're, if, whether you're getting closer to your, are the actions I'm taking getting me closer to my goals or are they taking me farther away? And, uh, and but those kind of questions and that kind of self-awareness is going to help you kind of change those habits. And, uh, you know, it's a, it's an identity change really what a fitness goal is. Yeah. Yeah. And, that, and I want to talk about that. I want to talk about we're, we're going to take a break in a, a, just a minute here, but, um, I want to talk about how you give people that motivation through your programs and talk about how your programs work and your happy hour and all that. Um, but the um, thought that I was having was that it isn't just, I mean, fitness, exercising, what it does for us is it gets everything pumping and moving and regulating, right? So we have these systems in our body that have to be activated in order for them to work optimally. And the only way for them to get activated is if our blood is pumping efficiently. And so exercise is one of the ways, and one of the main ways, I would say, the number one way to get that to happen. So it doesn't mean that you have to take a high-intensity interval spin class or run a marathon or even go for a, a short jog. It just means that you have to get moving in order to keep literally a clear head and a clear, clear system. And it helps with digestion. It helps, um, you know, our heart rate slow as we age. It's another reason why we slow down, why athletes can't be at a premium as they get older, unless you're Tom Brady. And, um, mm. you know, and so we have to go with what is going to happen inevitably because we age every day. But we can't stop moving. When we stop moving, we, everything else stops too. And I think that's such an important point for people to, to understand and get that movement. I always say to um, my clients and everybody that I teach, you guys break a sweat every day. Just sweat. Yeah. Just, it just means that you've gotten your heart rate up. And, but it's important that the exercise be a combination of many things that balance out a healthy life, which is part of what I help people with. But exercise is the, the second thing after diet. But they go hand in hand, for sure. We're going to take a quick break, my last one, and we're going to come right back and we're going to talk about you, your programs, how people can work with you, and all of that good stuff, okay? We'll be right back after this last message. Today's episode is brought to you by HelloFresh. Do you feel like you are stuck in a dinner rut? With HelloFresh, you get fresh, 
pre-measured ingredients with mouth-watering seasonal deliveries right to your door. Just skip all those trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and keyword here, affordable. You can now enjoy cooking and get dinner on the table in 30 minutes or less. With over 25 recipes to choose from each week, there's something for everyone to enjoy. All recipes are designed and tested by professional chefs and nutritional experts to ensure deliciousness and simplicity. I've always told my clients when it comes to diet, it's not a one-size-fits-all deal. That's why I always recommend HelloFresh. It's a great way to home cook, have meals with healthy ingredients that you love, and it's well-researched that cooking at home saves money and saves you from gaining any of that unwanted weight. So go to the link in our show notes to get $80 off, including free shipping on HelloFresh, the number one meal kit. All right. No more breaks for us. Okay, I'm here with my guest, personal trainer and fitness expert, Chad Austin. Chad is in Kansas City, and he's got a lot of programs and a lot of things that you can do, no matter where you are, that you can work with him also. Um, Chad, I wanted to ask you about um, uh, about what's, what is this happy hour that you do? And is it virtual? I, I'm assuming it is. Uh, yes, it is. Okay. And so, and that picture you just put up, that's my wife, uh, Jess, um, Jesse Chad. And so most people, uh, get confused by that. Cause I'm Chad Austin. She's Jesse Chad, two day, two D's at the end of her name. Um, <laughs> uh, but she, we both deal with behavioral change a lot. We've learned early in our relationship. So we've been together a long time. She is a financial planner. Um, we realized so much we've interviewed each other, uh, how much behavioral change, uh, plays a difference in both of our, um, so she talks about, um, financial fitness and, and, uh, health when it comes to money. And so we, we, things correlate so much, whether it be about money or about, um, fitness, um, they both have to do with, with you being healthy and well, Big time. Um, but we, Big time. we put, uh, at the end of every month, we do an event together, um, where I will give tips. Uh, well, well, first we, we start with, with, uh, celebrating our wins. And so that's part of it being called a happy hour. And so that's very important, uh, for, for anyone that's starting a fitness journey that you have a community or you have people that you're surrounded by that you can celebrate your wins with. It's very important, especially if, whether your fitness goal is a big one or a small one, it's very important to celebrate your wins, but more importantly, to celebrate your wins with someone who's going to celebrate with you. Mm-hmm. There's nothing that can derail you more in your fitness journey. If you're celebrating a big win as a big milestone for you, and you're celebrating with someone who's going to discount it as not a big deal. Mm-hmm. And you, you, those people are just going to pop your balloons and it's going to be just hurdles for you to climb over while you're trying to get your fitness journey. So that's one thing we do every, at the beginning of every happy hour, we celebrate our wins. And so stacking all those wins and just getting you on, it's just going to help you have the, the power to keep going and, and, uh, overcome more and more stuff, but we'll always be a fitness tip in there and a, and a financial uh, fitness tip in there. And then we basically what it is, it's an evaluation. And so it's a way of us to kind of evaluate the month we just had 
and set yourself up for success for the next month. And so just thank you like you would with the boss or checking in on you and, 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 uh, or a coach checking in on you. How are you doing? It's kind of a check-in how you're doing yeah. and how you can get better. Mm -hmm. Uh, but in a safe environment with people who want you to succeed. And so we'll go through your, your mindset, your nutrition, your training. How did I do on all these things? And so what did I do well and be proud of what you did well. And then where did I mess up? Where did I fail? And learning that failing is not bad. Failing does not define us. Failing doesn't stop your fitness journey. Failing is just something you want to learn from. And so for every failure, you had everything that didn't go right the way you planned, what got in the way, how can I do better next week? And we just take these, these questions we ask ourselves to set ourselves up to do better the next month. So it's just kind of a good way to finish off a month and set yourself up to do even better the next month, whether it be on your fitness goals, we'll always be fitness goals invo involved, but it could be other goals in life too. I love that. Mm. I love that. And uh, so, and it's, it's like a group discussion where everybody's kind of cheering everybody on for their mm -hmm. success and the, and the things that didn't work out. I, I, Love it. That's so great. How, how true is that about the celebrating wins? So, right. As a fitness professional, how many times over the years Huge. have you had someone that they're surrounded by people that are not on board with them That's and right. they're not on their team and they're discounting every, all the, all the wins and the hard work they're doing, they're discounting. And you know and why like they're doing us, that? They're, they're yeah. discounting it because they're shame yeah right? they haven't yeah. done it yeah. and their insecurities but, but yeah it's yeah. still a tough mental hurdle to get over i mean and so yes. it just it's so important to be, to have a good positive community uh, like i'm sure you have a fitness community with balanced life but it's so important to just embrace yourself in that know that everyone in that group wants you to succeed and they're on your team but you got it's so important to your success that had to find a group like that because it, it's just it's so important to be able to stack those wins and uh, I mean, that, that though, when you get someone around you that uh, if you're whether it be a close friend or family member or someone that, you know, they're not going to be kicked out of your life, but they're an, a negative they're not uh, supportive. voice. Yeah. Yeah. They're not supportive. You need to counter that with some people that are on your team and unsupportive of you. I um, I with my one on one program and my group programs, one of the questions that I ask that's actually on the, you know, on the interview page is. Do you have a supportive group around you? Do you have, because a lot of times cooking's gonna change, not going out for an actual happy hour is gonna look mm -hmm. different. Doesn't mean you can't go out, but it's gonna look different. And you're gonna, and mm -hmm. I've had, um, I have a client actually right now whose family makes fun of her because none of them are on this journey that she's on. And I said, just, and I have this phrase that I use, it's okay to fit out, but, uh, you know, because that's uniquely who you are and what you're doing. So if you order, you know, vegetables and guacamole and they're all eating French fries and chicken wings, you're going to have a different outcome than they are. And that's what your goals are. And you don't want to, why give in to something that you don't really want to do? Fitting yeah. out is always, you know, the priority if you're with a not a like-minded group. It's always mm -hmm. easier to be successful with a like-minded group. But what I like about you is you create a forum for people. So can anybody, how do people lock into that? How can they get involved in a happy hour with you? virtually uh and it's free to anyone we actually just uh started it a few months ago and as we're starting to uh everyone's loved it so far and it's, we're just kind of keep making it better but uh um 
I, I have it as an event on LinkedIn, I believe right now under, uh, my, under Chad Austin, you can find it under event I put in there, but it's just called healthy happy hour. Uh, so it uh, should be easy to find, but I'll share the link. Um, so you could share it on, on the description here at okay. the end also. Um, but, uh, it, the, the good thing about that, I think when, when people come to a personal trainer, I would, I would, a big percentage of people that come to personal trainers, they come to a personal trainer as kind of a hell Mary. I mean, it's like a desperation. They've already tried and failed several times on their own. And so in their head, they don't really, I mean, they may, if they're being honest, they may not believe they're going to be successful. I mean, they think I'll try this for a while, but it probably won't work. Nothing else has, but I'll, I'll try it and see. And if you have that mindset, when you start, then you're not going to be successful. I mean, one of our first jobs as a fitness professional, especially the bigger the goal you have is we have to change that story in your head. That's telling yourself you can't do it. That story that's telling yourself you're going to fail or that you can't become that person. And it's a fictional story. The past doesn't have to predict the future just because you haven't been able to do it in the past. Doesn't mean you can't in the future. You just have to change that story. And uh, when you're surrounded by people that are going to keep that story going, then it's important not to, to get them out of your head and to not listen to them and, and surround yourself with more people that are on your side when you're trying something new and hard. And so that's what, that's why the, this healthy happy hour can be so powerful, but we always talk about different um, topics every time and whatever we think is, is relevant at the time is going to help our audience the best, whether they're an audience full of people who are getting started or just going through a challenging part of their life or, or they're struggling with one thing or another. I love that. I really I, I just love that whole, you know, mindset, just getting that mindset clear and getting that support that you need, whether it be within you or the people that surround you, but you create people that surround you. We are out mm -hmm. of time, but I um, really want you to talk about your book series really fast and how people can get a hold of you and be able to get a hold of one of your books and you're free. You have a giveaway that you're going to do. If you can mm -hmm. just mention that and then we're going to end on a final note. Yep. Uh, beatyourexcuses.com. Um, that beatyourexcuses.com. That is the best place to go and get started with me. So you can get a free copy of my first book and, uh, five free sessions on my online training platform. Um, but I have three books now in the make fitness a priority series. You can find them on Amazon, but, uh, they're all geared towards helping you get long-term success. So if you're tired of being on the roller coaster of inconsistency and always starting over, which most of us have all, I mean, and Debbie, we've all been through this before this. We're good at teaching this attest. because we've taught it. We've done through it ourselves. Um, so, but that is how they get started to beat your excuses.com. Um, and, uh, you can be on your first step to making fitness a priority in your life. Very good. All right. Well, you kind of said it just before we talked about your books. Um, but, uh, I want you to give some final words, some final thoughts just to leave the audience with on, you know, a positive note. Yeah, absolutely. And I think the most important thing to know when it comes to making fitness a priority in your life, just like anything hard. Failing does not end your story. So when, uh, with fitness, it's about New Year's resolutions. And there's all these negative stats that everyone's doomed to fail. And once you fail, you might as well wait till next year and start over. And uh, there's, there's nothing, your bar should not be to be perfect. I mean, I like having those high standards, but you're going to fail eventually. And so when you fail, it's not a, that doesn't end your story and that doesn't define you. What defines you is how you respond. It's what you do next that counts. That's always the important thing to keep in mind. And how are you going to respond? How are you going to get back on track? And every time you approach it with that mindset, you're going to be stronger next time and it's going to be harder for you to fail. So that failing does not end your story. 
Um, it, it, all you have to do is get back on track. That's uh, that's the Perfect. important thing to remember. That's a great thing to leave everybody with. Well, thank you, Chad. Hang in there for a sec. Thank you so much because I think you're a really motivating person. And I hope, I'm really hoping that you, my audience, have gotten some kind of aha moment for you if you're already exercising knowing that you can stay on that road if you haven't and there is so many ways that there is help out there chad myself that you can keep from finding those excuses and get started on that road and then keep remembering to go out and finding those conversations that connect to a healthier you and i'll be back in two weeks bye everybody thank you Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.